The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. Let's begin with a word of prayer. Avinu Malkenu, our Father and our King. We love you, we praise you, and we thank you, Lord. Lord, as we get ready for this holiday of Thanksgiving, Lord, may our hearts be right before you. May the love that you have placed within us be all around us with our family and our friends. And as we thank people for just being in our lives, and we thank you, Father, for all that you've given us. And I pray for all those who are struggling as they might not have as much to be thankful for, but if they know you, Lord, they certainly do. So I pray for all of those who are struggling that we will be able to encourage them and help them and bless them as we bless you, Lord. Thank you. In the name of Yeshua. Amen. All right. Well, we're going to continue the uh, series on the Messianic Vision and look at some more prophecies today. But, uh, you know, this Thursday is Thanksgiving. And if you would like our Thanksgiving booklets, our Haggadah, and the purpose of these booklets is to have a home celebration, right? You're going to need to call us no later than tomorrow. That is Monday, tomorrow. If you call after that, we can't guarantee that they'll be at your door because we're sending them snail mail because these are booklets. All right. And the charge for them, $3, which includes the postage. And you just have to call us uh, tomorrow. Just think, the normal Thanksgiving meal just includes a quick thank you, agree in prayer, and eating lots of food, and probably watching football. However, these holy days should be much deeper. Bring God into everything we do, and certainly this holiday. So um, this Haggadah includes some U.S. history. It talks about the early leaders, the purpose of Thanksgiving. Invite family and friends and coworkers and neighbors to your house and get a booklet, a Haggadah, for each one of them. Not only will they be, feel part of the service, but they'll also be able to take it home with them and look it over and talk to other people about it. Look, this is how we share the words. So in order to get this, you can email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org or 
call Karen at 813-831-5673. It obviously is going to go quicker if you call Karen at 813-831-5673. Look, if you're able to send us a financial gift during the season, that would be great, too. It helps us keep the radio on the air. Look, today's our third... uh, or it actually our fourth program on the importance of the messianic vision and how it comes from prophecy and how we see the future. Uh, so week one, we mainly talked about the first century, the prophetic uh, beginnings of the first time there was messianic Judaism. And the second week, we talked about messianic Judaism presently and, and uh, talking about the responsibility of Christians to make Jewish people jealous from Romans 11. The third week, we talked a little bit about um, what is for the present and also the future, the one new man, the God's prophetic calling to us for the present and the future as we break down the middle wall of partition. Wouldn't you agree? Amen. And last week I mentioned, and I'm going to mention it again this week, Romans 15, where it talks about the Gentile believers in, in verse 27, it says, for if the Gentiles had shared in their spiritual blessings, meaning the Jewish people's uh, spiritual blessings, they also ought to serve them in material blessings. Well, as you know, I, I, I don't make money the focus of our ministry. And though the next couple of weeks, I'll probably mention this a few times, uh, we have this crazy request for you to help us. Now, if you can't help us financially, that's fine. Uh, help us by passing the message on if you see it in Facebook or anywhere you see it or, or just, uh, you know, talk to people about it. But it's, it's crazy. I know we're we're trying to raise five million dollars in order to buy some land and a property that became available with the church on it and uh, classrooms and all sorts of things. Um, look, if it's God's will, it'll work. If it isn't, it won't. I'm not going to worry about it, but I am going to put it out there. And if you know people who need that tax deduction at the end of the year or whatever, just give us a call. And if you call Karen, I'll call back you or the person you want me to speak to. Uh, But our phone number is 813-831-5673. The scriptures that I'm using for this is Exodus 15, 13, you in your loving kindness led the people you have redeemed. You've guided them in your strength to your holy habitation. And Exodus fifteen seventeen, you bring them in and plant them in the mountain of your inheritance, the place, Adonai, that you have made for yourself to dwell in, the sanctuary, Adonai, which your hands have prepared. So, I know it's a crazy request, but hey, we got to do it, right? Because look, all things are possible through the Lord, right? Okay, let's go back to uh, looking at our topic, uh, which is Messianic Jewish vision. And we're going to start today with Zechariah 820. 
Okay. Thus says Adonai Tzivor, which is the Lord of hosts, peoples and the inhabitants of many cities will again come. The inhabitants of one city will go to another, saying, let's go to entreat the favor of Adonai and to seek Adonai Tzivaot. I also am going. Verse 22. Indeed, many peoples and powerful nations will come to seek Adonai in Jerusalem and to entreat the favor of Adonai. So where are they going to do this? To How are they going to do this? Listen to verse 23. This is Zechariah 8. Thus says Adonai Tzavaot, In those days it will come to pass that ten men from every language of the nations will grasp the corner of the garment of a Jew, saying, Let us go with you, for we have heard that God is with you. This is about Messianic Judaism, I believe. People following Jews because they see that God is with those Jews. And I would hope that that would be Messianic Judaism. People are going to see the, 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 what we're all about, and, and God's just going to move them. And uh, we see this to some extent happening in Israel uh, because it's also true about the Jews in Israel. And, and so we see, that, for instance, every fall at su- the time of Sukkot, the International Chris- uh, Christian Embassy in Jerusalem has an amazing celebration. In fact, this year was the 39th year. And this year, more than 5,000 Christians from nearly 100 countries are there to celebrate for the week. They come to worship the God of Israel and stand with his people. So this is happening. It's an amazing thing that people from China and India and Africa and South America and just all over the world, Japan, come to Israel. So we see that this prophecy is beginning to come about. It's not fully there yet, but it's, it's beginning. Let's look at another prophecy. There will be a spiritual renewal among Jews worldwide, and we see this in Zechariah 12. Let's start with um, verse 1. A declar- We're going to start with the bad news first, okay? Uh, a declaration of Adonai, who stretched out the heavens, laid the foundation of the earth, and formed the spirit of man within him. Behold, I will make Jerusalem a cup of reeling to all the surrounding peoples when they besieged Jerusalem as well as Judah. Moreover, in that day, I will make Jerusalem a massive stone for all the people. All who try to lift it will be cut to pieces. Nevertheless, all the nations of the earth will be gathered together against her 
it will happen in that day that I will destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. Now, before I read verse 10, let's go over the bad news here. The bad news is that everybody in the world, it seems, will come against Israel and Jerusalem. That's the bad news. The good news starts with the fact that God will somehow destroy the nations that come against Jerusalem. But in verse 10 comes the really good news. Then I will pour out on the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem a spirit of grace and supplication. When they will look toward me whom they pierced, they will mourn for him as one who mourns for an only son and grieve bitterly for him, as one grieves for a firstborn. So God is promising a revival where Jewish people will recognize Yeshua as their Messiah. We see this corresponding to many scriptures, but like Romans eleven twenty five, that promise that all Israel will be saved. Now, you might ask, well, when is this going to happen? I'm not sure, and I'll leave that for all the Bible scholars who like to tell you that they know and understand all these prophetic verses and the timetables. That's not me. (laughs) Before that happens, it would seem that Israel and Jerusalem in particular will be an offense to the world. I mean, look as an example at when President Trump moved the embassy to Jerusalem. You know all the flack he got all throughout the world. You know, it, and it's interesting about the United Nations. Do you realize here's a, 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 like a little article from 2015, so four years ago. And of course, this was during the time of President Obama. And uh, it says this, the U.N. General Assembly 2015 session is adopting 20 resolutions singling out Israel for criticism and only three resolutions on the rest of the world combined. (laughs) All but one of the texts have already been adopted by the plenary yesterday or have been approved at the initial committee vote. The three that do not concern Israel were Syria and Iran and North Korea. Of course, Syria killed 200,000 of their own people. I think that would be worth a a resolution against them. But not a single resolution is expected to be adopted on gross and simple. Uh, systematic abuses committed in China, Cuba, Egypt, Pakistan, Russia, Saudi Arabia, Sri Lanka, Sudan, Yemen, Zimbabwe, or on dozens of other perpetrators of systematic human rights violations. So you can see the world is already turning against Israel. And all peace initiatives are surrounding that Israel give up some of Jerusalem, some of the land. I don't believe that's going to happen. We'll look at that another time for Scripture. But what's really scary for me is in our own country, there is a rise of anti-Semitism, 
And we even see it in the Democratic Party. And I'm not talking politics now. I'm just talking facts of what you can see. The Democrats on Israel are are an indication of where this country is moving. Now, here's an article from the Jerusalem Post, April 17th, 2019, so this year. A a 2018 poll found that only 49% of Democrats sympathize more with Israel than with the Palestinians. Among younger, younger Democrats and the progressive members of Congress who inspire them, the situation is even worse. Congresswoman Ilan Omar has accused her colleagues of having allegiance to a foreign country, which, along with other comments seen as anti-Semitic, riled many in February and March. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez also recently called to rethink United States financial support for Israel. I think these are part of conversations we are having in our caucus, but I think we are really seeing is an ascent of authoritarianism across the world. I think that Netanyahu is a Trump-like figure. Wow. Is this scaring you too? Uh, my goodness. Let's go back to scripture. Zechariah fourteen sixteen. Then all the survivors from all the nations that attacked Jerusalem will go up from year to year to worship the king Adonai Tzavod and celebrate Sukkot. So what do we see here? We see here that God is serious about Israel. God is serious about Leviticus 23, the appointed times, because the people are all going to come and celebrate Sukkot in Israel. And God is serious about his prophetic word. And he says, that furthermore, if the nations do not go up to Jerusalem to worship the king, they will have no rain. Wow. Okay. What do you think of that one? So God is obviously still in the understanding of of Leviticus 23, these uh, holy days, these appointed times, and I believe we should be too. Looking further in the future, we see the scripture that's in Revelation 14.1, then I looked and behold, the lamb was standing out on Mount Zion, and with him were 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven, like the roar of rushing waters and the booming of loud thunder. The voice I heard was like a harpist playing on their harps. And they are singing a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders. And no one is able to learn the song except the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. These are the ones who have not defiled themselves with women for they are virgins. These are the ones who follow the lamb wherever he goes. These are the, have been redeemed from among mankind as first fruits for God and the lamb. And in their mouth was found no lie. They are blameless. 
Wow. Who are these 144,000? Well, there are a lot of thoughts about that, but I think I can clear it up by just reading Scripture, you know? So, uh, if you turn to Revelation 7, verse 4, Now I heard the number of these marked with the seal, 144,000 from every tribe of B'nai Israel, the children of Israel. You get it? These are Jewish people. And then it says after that, in case you weren't sure, 12,000 from the tribe of Judah, 12,000 from the tribe of Reuben, 12,000 from the tribe of Gad, 12,000 from the tribe of Asher. You know, I won't continue the list, but that's what it, 12 times 12 is 144,000. So these must be Messianic Jews. Is that amazing? Look, what we seem to know about the future, and I try not to make predictions myself, I I leave that for God, but there are some things I think we can say based on these scriptures. Israel is going to be involved in the end of days. In other words, Jewish people and Israel, both will be involved. Messianic Judaism and Jewish people will be involved in the end of days. There will be wars against Israel. There'll be persecution. And, you know, one of the things that I can say is lots of people will disagree about the prophecies and theology. You know, we hear it now. Uh, Some people are pre-trib, some people are post-trib, which means, will we go through the tribulation? Will we not? Won't touch that today. Uh, When will these wars occur? When will all the Jews get saved? I'm going to leave all of that to the prophetic scholars to argue about. But as you look at prophecy and the coming times ahead, I believe God would have you answer two questions. One, Luke 18, 18, 18.8, which says, but when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? And the second question is, are you living for the Lord today? Let's consider Hebrews 10, 22 to 25. I don't have time to read it today, but look, you read it. Hebrews 22, uh, 10, 22 to 10, 25, just four verses. Read it and see if this is what you are doing. Look, we are out of time today. Next week, we'll continue with Messianic Judaism uh, a little bit more, answer some questions about it. But I do want to remind you about this Haggadah. This Thursday is Thanksgiving. If you want these booklets so you can have a home celebration, get one from for everybody in the table, including the kids, because there's some coloring and some games in the back. If you'd like it, it's $3 each. you got to call us, 813-831-5673. Okay? Um, this is just going to make your Thanksgiving so much richer as you bring the Lord into this time. Um, again, 813 813- We'll uh, snail mail it to you, so it's got to be, you got to call tomorrow. 
If you don't call tomorrow, you probably won't get it in time. We'll send it out tomorrow, but you've got to call us, okay? And uh, this is a great time, uh, again, for you to consider um, our fundraiser for $5 million as we seek to um, buy this building and land and renovated and it's in south tampa it's right near us currently we'd love for you to share in helping us by either giving us names of people or sharing with them this this or finding us on facebook you'll see it there as well so you know any way you can help us, we would appreciate. Uh, look, I know it's a crazy ask, but uh, we're going to do it anyway and see what God has in mind for us. Call Karen at 813-831-5673. I pray that you'll grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's pray. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. 